What's up, everyone? This is Jason and John, and you're listening to another Jelly Cards podcast. The Super Bowl is this Sunday, so John and I make our predictions for who we think will win and what we think the final score will be. Also, John and I each pick one NFL quarterback we believe can make it to a Super Bowl in the future. Now sit back, relax, and let's roll that music. Welcome back to episode 13 of the Jelly Cards Spread the Hobby Love podcast. It is Super Bowl week, and John and I have decided to dedicate this entire episode to talking about the NFL, talking about football, talking about quarterbacks, because there is a nice little question I'm going to ask you uh, later on in the episode, by the way, so I hope you're prepared. Oh, boy. I'm throwing you a curveball. <laughs> So uh, I pray that you have an answer. Oh, God. Worst script. <laughs> but it, like I said, it's Super Bowl week. Chiefs versus the Eagles uh, this coming Sunday. I think it's going to make for a very great matchup. Um, I am rooting for the Eagles. I'm not a very big fan of the Chiefs, only because I really dislike teams that are always good. <laughs> like I just don't like like it's the reason why I'm not a Dodgers fan. I don't like the Dodgers. You know, I don't like the Yankees. I never liked the Patriots either when Tom Brady was playing. Of course. Like I was not I not just because I'm a Bears fan, I hate the Packers. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And it's only because they're just they're so good all the time. You know, this is the uh Third time in the last four seasons that the Chiefs have made the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. And a lot of people were uh, were saying prior to the season starting that you know everybody was freaking out because they got rid of Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And a lot of fans were like, "Well, what what are you doing? Or is this a rebuild? Like, why would you get rid of him?" And one thing that I'm gonna give them kudos for is the fact that not only did they make it back to the Super Bowl, but Patrick Mahomes had the most passing yards in his career so far without Tyreek Hill as wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I mean, honestly, that offense really stepped up. Like, everybody on that offense really stepped up, especially uh, Travis Kelsey. I think they said he had – I think this was his best season so far in his career. He might have honestly solidified himself as being one of the best tight ends to play the game, to be totally honest. Oh, absolutely. He's getting even like uh, Shannon Sharp, who's a Hall of Fame tight end, is talking about that, that he might become the best ever. Yeah, so, I mean, it's the team's looking really good. <clears throat> However, the way that the Eagles have looked in the uh, playoffs so far, I think the Chiefs might have their hands full when they – when they face Jalen Hurts and the, that, especially that Eagles defense looks killer. Yeah, I think so too. So uh, real quick, just uh, give me your thoughts on uh, this Sunday's game. Yeah. I, I was waiting for you to give me some credit because when the last time we had that, uh, our most recent episode, we gave Super Bowl predictions and I said, I wanted it to be 49ers versus the Bengals. But I thought it was going to be Chiefs versus Eagles, so yeah. 
uh, I knew this was coming. So <laughs> I, I, I'm really excited. Like you said, I think way too many people are kind of just focusing heavily on Mahomes and the Chiefs. But I think I, my prediction is that the Eagles are going to win. I think, uh, I think defense wins championships, and I'm not impressed by the Chiefs' defense. I'm very impressed yeah. with the Eagles' defense. And I think, like you said, I think the Chiefs are going to have their hands full. And But to give uh, Andy Reid and the Chiefs credit, even without Tyreek Hill, like you said, they had Mahomes had one of his best offensive years all season. So I'm sure they'll find a way. I'm sure it's going to be a good game, and I'm excited. I hope I hope it's a high-scoring game, and I hope it's a close game so that it goes down to the wire. Like every year, anytime the Bears aren't in it, which is unfortunately like all the time, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just rooting for a good game. So I'm yeah. hoping it's going to be fun. Yeah, I think I, I have said to you know uh, other people that I've talked to um, talked to about the game. I kind of have this feeling that the Eagles might decisively win this game. Dang. Um. I mean, right now in the last two games that they played in the playoffs, they're averaging 30, 34 and a half points a game. And their def- and uh, the teams that play against them, are they're only giving up seven points. I mean, last two games, they only gave up a touchdown to each team. However, I everybody saw the craziness that happened to the 49ers last week. <laughs> I mean, they were well on their like – Fourth string. I mean, Brock, yeah. Pur- Brock Purdy went back in the game and he was still hurt. I mean, yeah. it was you know it was very unfortunate for the 49ers to have something like that happen in the biggest game of the season. Not saying that that's the reason why the Eagles won as as good you know as much as they did. Right. But I still think that the way the Eagles played against the Giants and the way they played against the 49ers. I that's why I say I think Mahomes is gonna he might have a tough time against the Eagles defense and once that once that Eagles offense gets rolling <laughs> it's like they can't stop scoring exactly so I think beginning of the game if the Eagles can jump out like to a touchdown or two lead I think it's going to be bad news bears for the uh <laughs> for the Chiefs there you know and and it's awesome too because uh, I believe they said this is the first Super Bowl game where there's going to be two black starting quarterbacks. Dang. Yeah, I nice. think that's what I, I think that's what I read this morning. That um, so they're making history in that sense. That's sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And which is crazy to me to think, just because of all the like the great quarterbacks that have played in the NFL, it's kind of crazy to me that this is the first time it's ever happened. Yeah, me too. But and then also, I mean, you got two MVP caliber quarterbacks i mean i think it's like what one and two in the mvp voting i'm guessing yeah that's my guess too it's probably i i know everyone's leaning towards mahomes i think he's going to get the mvp again this year but i know jalen hurts he has to be a close number two yeah absolutely and if he didn't get hurt for like a couple games he probably ran away with it yeah yeah i think so too and he i mean he had a really good season too he had over uh he had 3700 yards passing 22 uh passing touchdowns only six interceptions. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. And then he rushed for over 700 yards as well. So, I mean, it's got, it's going to be a very good game. I think it's a, it's a very good matchup. Like you said, it could be very high scoring and which I, which we all know that's what everybody wants to see. Yeah. 
you know, everybody wants to see these high scoring matchups. Nobody wants to see the Patriots versus the Rams where it's like <laughs> 10 to three, exactly. you know? So uh, also interesting fact too. And I didn't, I didn't realize this either until I read an article about it. The Rams finishing five and 12 uh, this season. That is the uh, worst losing record in NFL history after a team has won the Super Bowl. Oh god! Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So, uh, congratulations, Rams. Yeah, good job. You did it. Yeah. But uh, I know the previous episode, um, just going. I you were talking about Danny Dimes, and I wanted to just uh, hit on this real quick for you, because I know you um, you've been trying to convince. <laughs> Our group chat, our you know myself, Eric, and Luke, you're trying to convince us a lot about Danny Dimes and Kyle Trask. And sorry that we've been giving you so much crap about it, but mm-hmm. I think it's well deserved. No, it's not. We should talk about that too. I was waiting for the praise for that as well. Because have you been keeping your eye on the Kyle Trask market? Well, yeah. I'm. I mean. <laughs> Now that Tom Brady has announced his retirement, actually have really announced the retirement, he's not yeah. more than likely he's not coming back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course the Kyle Trask market's gonna increase because everyone's going to now be like, Well, Kyle Trask is gonna be the guy. However, it, it has I don't think it's been confirmed yet though. Correct. So for everybody to rush out and go, Oh my, we need I need Kyle Trask cards, I need Kyle Trask cards, I need Kyle Trask cards. Do you not understand some of the quarterbacks that are going to be hitting free agency or who might be available? Quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, who there's a lot of talks that he's not going back to Green Bay. Now Derek Carr's in the mix. The Raiders mm-hmm. are letting him talk to other teams. Lamar Jackson has been in, in the mix of quarterbacks available. So, I mean, if I was the Buccaneers and you're, you're still a – playoff caliber team i don't know if you're necessarily just instantly gonna go to your your backup and go hey we're gonna give it to you if you have the chance of going after one of these top guys absolutely i understand all of it i'm just once again i will reiterate the hobby when it comes to collecting and selling and buying sports cards 100 percent always going to be hype and basically potential when it comes to players like Trask and other rookies and other under-the-radar quarterbacks. So if I would have bought, or somebody in the group chat, like I suggested, would have bought like five Cal Trask cards <laughs> at the time that I said to, we could have slammed the market with some like high-end Cal Trask rookies and probably made a, a solid profit. I love how you're trying to force all these cards <laughs> onto us. Like, hey, hey, buy this card, buy this card. Hey, guys, <laughs> yeah. buy this card. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to help you guys out, okay? And I'm trying to live vicariously through you, so that you can, so we can all share in the glory of making some nice little profits. Because when we did the previous episode, I couldn't find any like good, high quality Caltrans cards that had been sold recently, because the Bucks had just finished the season, and obviously Brady had not said he retired. So if we would have bought just whatever was available on eBay, and then once Brady makes the announcement, put it back on eBay. You could have turned probably, like I said last time, you could have gotten two really good college trash rookies for 80 bucks. Probably could have turned that 80 bucks into three to $400. Yeah. 
No, they're they're going that high now. Yeah, things are getting pretty wild. There was a I saw a National Treasure. Uh, I think BGS nine. Obviously, National Treasure is the greatest set to get a Kyle Trask rookie auto. It sold for like over twelve hundred dollars. Wow. And he hasn't even seen the NFL. He's like, I think he had like maybe eight snaps last year, maybe even less. Yeah, I have not been paying attention to like any uh, <laughs> football cards. I've been looking at nothing but uh, Cody Bellinger and Jazz Chisholm. That's <laughs> nice. all. I just keep every day. I just keep looking. I've actually, I'm actually watching three uh, Cody Bellinger cards right now on eBay. One of which is a BGS 9.5 Auto 10 Tops Chrome Auto for Cody Bellinger, by the way. And I, I'm, I'm hoping. I, I think it might uh, sell under a hundred. So that's what I'm, I'm hoping. And I might nice. try to snag it. Hey, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's, now's the time. It's almost baseball season. But going off of our first tangent here. Yeah, way to go. It's your fault uh, this time. Yeah, I know. Going back to Daniel Jones, though. <clears throat> um, if you haven't heard, and this was this was bad. I was reading this a uh, couple weeks ago. Uh, the Giants do plan to offer jo- uh, Jones a long-term deal. Or if they can't come to a long-term deal, they're going to franchise tag them. So I know you're probably happy about that. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. And he, um, his, I guess the, I think his projected amount for the franchise tag is actually around like thirty-one point seven million. Wow. If they, yeah, but they, uh, they clearly want to keep Daniel Jones. They, um, they like the look of of his uh, his season, and. One thing that I really liked about when I was looking up on the stats, so Daniel Jones' past season, he had over 3,200 yards passing, a 67.2 completion percentage, which Mahomes had a 67 completion percentage. So I thought that was, yeah. mm, mm. Wow. (laughs) Same quarterback, I guess. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) However, he definitely needs to get his touchdown passes up. He only had 15 touchdown passes. But, I mean, if you look at the offense compared to, like, the Chiefs offense or something, I mean, it's just there's no comparison. Yep. They, they got to give him help. They, try, they thought they were giving him help with uh, Kenny Galladay, which you know that's my boy. Yeah, I know. Because he's an NIU guy, and it was very hard watching <laughs> his poor season that he had. But 15 touchdown passes to only five interceptions. He only had five interceptions. Uh, he rushed for 708 yards, which I know you touched on his rushing yards. Thank you. And in in 18 total starts this uh, this season, and that includes playoffs, he had nine total turnovers. So that includes the five interceptions that he had too. He only had nine total turnovers in both regular season and and playoffs. And I thought that was very, very impressive. Yep. I was trying to tell you, it's like I was saying on the previous episode, he's being, I, I'm a big Danny Dimes fan. I like Daniel Jones. And now, not only is he athletically gifted, he finally has a coach and basically an offensive scheme that is going to basically, I don't know if exploit is the right word, but they're just going to put his tools in the position to get the Giants to the playoffs probably every year and hopefully compete for a Super Bowl because it's a ridiculous comparison, but at least he's kind of close to what Dable was working with in Buffalo with Josh Allen. So I'm, I'm beyond excited for Daniel Jones. It's like, 
Eric is, and Luke are probably going to make fun of me and you too, because who cares about Daniel Jones? We're, we're Bears fans. But when it comes to the sports card hobby, I think that Daniel Jones is a good investment. And he's also young. Did you know that Daniel yeah, he's Jones? Like, he's like what, 25 or something, right? I think or something. I think. Yeah, he's 25 years old and Joe yeah. Burrow is 26. Did you know that? Wow, no, I did not know that. Exactly, yeah. Daniel Jones is younger than Joe Burrow. Wow, and... Joe Burrow sucks. <laughs> hey, Mr. Herbert fan over there. But you know, I, I don't think that uh, – I, I don't think your comparison to Josh Allen is too far off, though. Because uh, I mean, if you really think about it, it's they're probably similar in build and, and, and play style. You know, I mean, Josh Allen can rush the ball, too, but, I mean, he's, he's no Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I think they're they're both gifted you know, throwing and rushing, and I think obviously um, Josh Allen is a better thrower and a better like I guess all around QB if you want to compare the two entirely. But yeah, I I think the build and the athleticism is at least relatively close. I'm not I'm not sitting here saying Daniel Jones is Josh Allen, but yeah. I think that he's on this season is proof that he's on a good. I think he's on a good uh, projection. Well, and you and you uh, just made a comment too about um, Daniel Jones and the potential that he has to be a uh, to at least make it to a Super Bowl. And that was going to be my question to you. So I want you to pick at, at least one quarterback because I already have mine in my head, and this is why I'm asking you this question because I thought about this previously. I want you to pick one quarterback in the NFL who has not played yet in a Super Bowl game, who has not made it to a Super Bowl. Pick one quarterback that you think has the potential to make it to a Super Bowl. And you can't pick Justin Fields. You can't <laughs> pick him. Yeah, that's, that would just be too easy of a choice for you. Um, and let's say don't pick Daniel Jones because you've um, already talked about him. And, Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. And I really want to I really want to really say don't pick any of the top quarterbacks either like Josh Allen or like uh like Justin Herbert or something, but you can if you want to. But give me at least one quarterback you think that will eventually make it into a Super Bowl. Gosh, okay. Uh, I'm probably going to receive even more heat about this in the group chat. I guess if I had to pick one, and obviously I don't want to pick Josh Allen because that's pretty obvious. I think that's going to happen. It would probably be Daniel Jones, but <clears throat> just to kind of stir the pot even more, I'm going to pick Tua. I'm going to pick Tua and the Dolphins. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm cutting this. <laughs> yeah. I was going to pick, honest to God, I was going to pick Trevor Lawrence, but I don't want to do that because I think T-Law is another given. Yeah. And if I had to pick some sort of sleeper, uh, it's so difficult because I don't, I don't know if Tua can make his way through the AFC. I don't know. I mean, uh, they looked good this year. Yeah. They definitely looked good this year. So I, I, Tua's not a bad option. Am I? Are they in the AFC or are they in the NFC? I'm exposing myself for being dumb again. <sighs> <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, I'm picking Tua. And I, I'm i looking at all the stats that I printed out, and I'm getting happier with my decision. But I think not only it's – listen, when it comes to getting to the Super Bowl, it's not entirely based on quarterback. Obviously, it's a whole, it's a team effort. But I 
I'm a big Tua fan. The guy basically almost died this year. And, and no matter what happened, he was busting his butt off to get back on the field and play. Yeah. And I think the Dolphins all around are a pretty great team. They have Tyreek. They have Waddle. They have some pretty amazing and talented wide receivers. Probably the and, best one and two, um, I, I would guess. Yeah, honestly, I, I think I agree. And I think that Tua is going to be my little sleeper pick. And maybe he should be another guy that I should be looking at his cards during this coming offseason. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him because concussions are no joke. Absolutely. And it's nothing to play around with in, the, you know, in any sport. You know, we've seen a lot of great players end their careers early because of concussions. I believe Luke Keekley ended his career early. He retired early because of injuries and concussions. Yep. Um, going away from football, uh, and you know I'm a big fan of him, is Justin Morneau. Oh, yeah. Justin Morneau had, you know, which, I mean, concussions I think are probably a little bit more rare in baseball than they, obviously they are in NFL. But he had a stretch. I think he had like two seasons in a row where he got concussed, which I think like collisions at first base or something. So, and he was amazing. Justin Morneau, if anybody doesn't, doesn't know about him, look up his stats when he was playing. This guy was the real deal. And unfortunately he had to, you know, he cut his, cut his career short, you know? Yeah. Happens in hockey all the time too. Yeah, so I and I know you were. I don't know if you still have the stats or not, but I know you were talking about Tua and you were comparing him to Justin Herbert when we were having that nice, lively debate in the group chat. I don't know if you still have those or not because those were actually very interesting stats that you were uh, pointing out. Yeah, I I have tons of stats about Tua, and if you want to go into the advanced passing stats that I always harp on, we could. But no, I'm just so. I'm a I'm a Tua supporter because you guys are haters and saying that he's like a billion times worse than Justin Herbert. But if you wanna if you look at the the stats, like we always talk about, Tua finally like has a talented wide receiver core. And I'm I'm like throwing those out the window. I'm not looking at the yards, I'm just looking at other things. And in terms of on target percentage for the entire season. Tua ranked 10th overall in the NFL. His on-target percentage for his passes was 76.7%. You want to know where Justin Herbert ranked in, the, in, in this season? Number one. 18th. <laughs> 18th place, Justin Herbert, 75.6%. And I also wanted to look at uh, drop percentage because you guys were like, oh, well, Tua has a much better wide receiver core, so he's probably got, like, He's got wide receivers who can catch the ball, so I'm not surprised that his like passing yards are up and his percentages are up. In terms of drop percentage, 6.7% for Tua. Eighth place. Eighth word, like eighth highest drop percentage in the NFL, 6.7% for Tua. Herbert, again, at 18th, 5.8%. So Herbert has a lower on-target percentage and a lower drop percentage than Tua. So I'm just – there's more stats that we can get into, but I don't want to go on too long of a tangent. I'm, I'm kind of happy with my pick now. now <laughs> I, was, I was a little bit nervous initially because I'm going to hear a lot of heat in the Jelly Cards group chat about it. But I'm excited for Tua, and I think he – I hope he does well because he's also young. He's younger than Daniel Jones. He's the same age as Herbert. They're both 24. And, 
you're I know that you're a big mobile quarterback supporter, and I think Tua, if he can get healthy and God willing, I I really hope he does not have any more concussions or any sort of yeah. head injuries. Mm-hmm. I think he has good potential, and I hope he does well for Miami. And I'm rooting for the guy. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was tough for it was tough to see what happened to Miami's uh, team, you know, because. Yeah. They were doing so well at the beginning of the year. And then, yeah, the unfortunate injuries to Tua. But I, if you're a Miami's Dolphins fan, you got you to gotta be optimistic for the season's coming, especially if Tua can remain healthy and he can be your guy. Like, it's not a bad pick at all. I mean, you definitely are going to receive heat for sure. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Eric, Eric uh, always mentions that Tua just looks like he's throwing feathers out there. He looks <laughs> He looks like his, his ball has no zip, as they say. But um, Well, it was kind of the ongoing joke, not even just our group <laughs> chat, but, I mean, and a lot of people, like, you know, when Tyreek uh, went to Miami, all the videos on, like, social media were all just, like, people making fun of Tua and, like, his passing and his passing accuracy and the way he throws the ball and stuff. So, But he proved a lot of people wrong. I mean, he definitely proved everybody wrong. I so. Agree. I'm, so, I'm excited for him, but who is who is your pick? You can even pick Herbert if you want to, but I'm I'm, I'm curious. Oh to see no, I am not picking Herbert. Oh boy. Okay, so I'm gonna start it off this way. All right, us being from the Chicago Lang area, like we said, and we grew up diehard Cubs fans. Okay, how hard was it being a Cubs fan? knowing that our team was not winning championships. Are you, you mean bears? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, there, there's a point that I'm, I'm, I'm making here. Oh yeah. It's, it was the worst man. Like we were, God, we were the laughing stock of baseball. We were the lovable, lovable losers. <laughs> and it was tough. It was tough being a, a Cubs fan during that time because Everybody was just – everybody made fun of you. Everybody ripped on your team all the time. And the reason why I'm making this is because my choice is Dak Prescott. Oh, God. And it really upsets me to see how many people and analysts rip on Dak and rip on the Cowboys for their woes in the the playoffs. (laughs) Because I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to root for a team that does extremely well in the regular season. One of the, one of the better teams always in the regular season. And then they get into the playoffs and they crap the bed. <laughs> and what was it? It was what, 2008? I think it was 2008 and 2009 when the, when the Cubs made it to the playoffs both those years. And they got swept in the first round each time. <laughs> Yeah, and nah, it was, I think it was 2009. I think we were the best team in the National League, and we got swept by Manny Ramirez and the Dodgers. I remember that, and we're not going to even talk about the 2003 playoffs with the Marlins. Yeah, so I, we know from experience what it is to have championship droughts, and what it feels like to to be a great team, make it to the playoffs, and then nothing happens from it. You know, so my pick is Dak Prescott. Dak, nobody's giving Dak credit for actually how great of a quarterback he, he is, 
especially during the regular season. I think Dak will eventually, I think Dak and the Cowboys will eventually put everything together and they'll make it at least to, and they'll make it to a Super Bowl. Not saying that they'll win one, but they'll at least make it to a Super Bowl. They're good enough. They have a team. They have a solid team. They have a good playoff team. It's just a matter of time. It's not the fact that the Cowboys suck. It's the fact of like more of like unfortunate circumstances that you just couldn't get it done. You know, the Cubs do. The Cubs didn't suck when they got swept in 2009. You know what I mean? Like we, we weren't a bad team. It's not like we were the eight and nine Buccaneers coming into the playoffs and lost the first round. Well, you had a losing record. Of course you're going to lose, right? <laughs> like, of course you were probably destined to lose that game. You were the, you were the worst team. But Dak, I'll tell you right now, Dak's career record with the Cowboys, career record with the Cowboys, okay? <laughs> 61 and 36, man. 61 and 36. That's his career record through seven seasons in the NFL. 61 and 36. And you're going to harp on this guy? And you're blaming this guy because you guys haven't made it to a Super Bowl yet? And because, yeah, granted, your, your playoff games are, are you know, you're just, your playoff records are, are bad. He has, he has a career completion percentage of a 66.6, which is actually good. That puts him eighth overall, okay? He's 12th overall among active quarterbacks in passing yards. His passer rating is a 97.8. That ties him for seventh among active quarterbacks. His passing yards per game, 257.1, man. He's And his pass, his pass uh, completions per game, 22.5, puts him ninth overall on the active list. He's a good quarterback. Mm. It's just a matter of time before they put it all together and they make it to a Super Bowl. And I think it's going to happen because the NFC, if you, if you look at the NFC compared to the AFC this year, NFC was not great. Yeah, I agree. So it's not a tough road for him. And, and here's the thing. I mean, yeah, he lost to Brock Purdy. He lost to the 49ers. He played bad that game. But did everybody forget that he beat Tom Brady in in the wild card game? It's like it's like that went out the door. <laughs> um, no. So uh, I'm happy. I'm happy you said that because now I'm not gonna receive less heat with my two pick because you're. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I can I can receive heat for saying Dak Prescott because I get it. His his playoff record is two and four. Okay, it's not great. All right. Do you know who wasn't that great in the uh, playoff games? You know who wasn't that great in postseason? Dan Marino. <laughs> okay? Dan Marino also wasn't wasn't stellar in the playoffs either. You know Dan Marino has a 56% uh, percent completion percentage in, in the postseason? 56. That's, That's pathetic. I think his uh, touchdowns to uh, interceptions, I think it was like, I want to say it was 32 <laughs> touchdown passes to 24 interceptions he has in the in the playoff games. Wow. 
And, and so the comparison that I'm making here is I see a lot of Dan Marino and Dak Prescott or okay. Dak or, or, or other way around. Yeah. <laughs> That's why <what> I'm <laughs> So, and this is why I'm saying it. Okay. Oh God. D- Dak Prescott, seven years in, in the NFL, Dan Marino through his first seven seasons in the NFL. So like I said, Dak Prescott's career record was is a 61, 61 and 36. You know what Dan Marino's record was through his first seven seasons in the NFL? Nope. 62 and 39. <laughs> Dan Marino played only four games more than Dak has. Very similar records. Remember, Dan Marino is a Hall of Fame quarterback who had never won the big one. Okay, in completions, all right, seven seasons. Dak Prescott, 2,185. Dan Marino, 2,174. Completion percentage through seven seasons. Dak Prescott, 66.6%. Dan Marino, 59.5. Horrible. Yeah. Now, obviously, Dan Marino has the passing yards and the passing touchdowns on him because – that that's what Dan Marino was known for. But if you look at their averages, pass attempts per game, Dak Prescott, 33.8, Dan Marino, 34 and 0.5 passing yards per game. Dak Prescott, 257.1 Dan Marino, 253.6 uh, pass completions per game. Dak Prescott, 22.5 Dan Marino, 20.5. <laughs> Passing uh, passing touchdown percentage, Dak Prescott, 5.1%. Dan Marino, 5%. All I'm saying is that I think I think Dak Prescott it will eventually make it to a Super Bowl. But if he doesn't, like you're gonna you're gonna hate for me for saying this, by the way. I hate everything you've said so far. <laughs> if Dak Prescott doesn't make it to a Super Bowl. Does that all does does that make him a bad quarterback? Like, because people are acting as if like he's not good, and it really upsets me. And their people are acting as if the Cowboys are not a good team. When they are, they're probably one of the more consistent teams in the NFL, to be totally honest. Until they make it to the playoffs. Oh my god! All right, go ahead, go ahead, because I know you probably have a lot to say. I do have a lot to say. Jesus. Okay, so. Everything you said, I, I appreciate you starting it with the whole Cubs and lovable losers thing. Cause I, that is, that is like the only thing I can agree with you on that you just said. I, it's true. Like I understand the feeling. If I'm a Cowboys fan, you have to understand that we Cub fans understand the whole, Oh my God, Cubs are having amazing seasons. And then they get to the playoffs and they, like you said, they just kind of crap the bed and crumble. And that is precisely why baseball and football are obviously a lot different. You can't really compare the baseball experience in the playoffs versus the football experience in the playoffs because it's, yeah, I'm going to probably go on such a long tangent here. I'm, I'm comparing it more towards, I know what it feels yes. like to watch your team yes. struggle and everybody basically <clears throat> just crap on you all the time. Yes. So, you can't you can't sit here and say that the you, that Prescott is your pick 
because when it comes to when it comes down to it the entire reason that you invest and so many other teams invest so much money into the into their quarterbacks is because that position is what is going to dictate you getting over that hump in the playoffs and oh completely false you you're, nah. you're sitting here saying that Rex Grossman was the guy. Rex Rex Grossman played in a in a Super Bowl. You I did, understand. Is Rex Grossman the reason why we made it to the Super Bowl? I can make the argument that Rex Grossman is a better playoff quarterback oh than Dak Prescott. Oh my god! You're looking at stats and you are ignoring. You're the going fact. off of one one playoff run that that Rex Grossman had Absolutely. in his short career that he had. You when can't compare com- both of them. Jesus Christ! When the chips are down and everything is on the line. The quarterback position needs to be – you need to lean on your quarterback to basically not make a mistake. Dak Prescott arguably had the best defense in the NFL. It's probably Eagles 1, Cowboys 2. Best defense in the NFL. His offensive line is amazing. He was like – I'm looking at it now. In terms of pressure percentage, he was 19th. Like in terms of highest to lowest pressure percentage, 19th. So he had like the top – Top ten offensive line in the NFL, top twelve, top thirteen. If you wanna, if you wanna stretch it. So, when it comes to the playoffs, you need a quarterback who's going to basically protect the football and at least operate at a successful level that gets you points on the board and gets you over the hump that I'm talking about to get you to the Super Bowl. People are gonna sit here and argue that, oh well, the 49ers are like an amazing team are, are the 49ers like that much better than the, than the Dallas Cowboys? Absolutely not. You need, I, I, I don't, I'm going to give Dak a little bit of credit cause I, I'm not a big Mike McCarthy fan. I think the offensive coordinators and the scheming in Dallas is nothing special, but <laughs> I, I hate your pick because I think, I think that Dak again, granted he's a, He's a good quarterback, but he is not Super Bowl worthy in my eyes or in the eyes becoming he's but you think, exposed. But you think Daniel Jones yeah. is a Super Bowl worthy quarterback more than Dak Prescott is? Jason, if you put Daniel Jones oh, or I'll, I'll even go, I'll go further. Give me any other quarterback that was in the playoffs this postseason put them behind the Dallas Cowboys line and give them the Dallas Cowboys defense, you think Dak Prescott would, is better than all of those other quarterbacks? I, I'm, like, almost certain that if I put Daniel Jones or Trevor Lawrence in that Dallas Cowboys offense and that Dallas Cowboys defense, I, I'm almost certain that they would fare better than Dak did. I'm, I'm so dis- so what, happened, what happened to Daniel Jones then when he played against the Eagles and he got rocked? Exactly. He got rocked because, you know, you know who has the I want you to take a guess where Daniel Jones is in terms of pressure percentage in the NFL this season. Take a guess, Jason. Last. Fifth. Fifth. He had he was his pressure percentage is twenty five point one. Russell Wilson is first at twenty eight point six percent. Heineke at twenty seven point seven percent. Justin Fields, twenty six point nine percent. Zach Wilson, 26.6%, and then Daniel Jones at 25.1%. If you put Daniel Jones all the way down to 19th where Dak is at only 20% percentage of pressure, 
I'm almost certain that Daniel Jones would do would do a lot better than Dak did. So I like you asking what happened in that in that game against the Eagles. It's because Daniel Jones doesn't have any protection. Dak Prescott has protection. He has arguably one of the best defenses in the NFL. And I'm not going to sit here and give him any sort of leeway because once again, the Cowboys get to the playoffs and they crumble. Like if you and, uh, and uh, what's his name? Jerry Jones, they are, you guys are firm believers in Dak and you think Dak is your quarterback. That's going to get, get you to the Super Bowl. But I do not. Yeah, a, I, six, a 61 and 36 overall career record is what makes me think he's going to get to a Super Bowl eventually. Oh, my God. What, is it, what does it matter if you get to the playoffs and you crumble? Yeah, you're a great. It's like, it's like this whole Aaron Rodgers uh, fiasco. Everyone loves Aaron Rodgers when really he gets to the playoffs and he goes through the same crap. He just crumbles. He won one Super Bowl, and that's because we freaking let them win the Super Bowl. And I think Jay got hurt and our season was over. But – all of these like amazing regular season stats, that stuff is great. It's good. Uh, like good for Dak, good for Dan Marino, obviously. But you reading those playoff numbers, what is doesn't that make you upset with Dan Marino? How can you be such a great quarterback, quote unquote, and then get to the playoffs and perform so poorly? That is like that's pathetic in my opinion. Not not taking away the from the greatness of Dan Marino, but there is no excuse for you to perform that poorly in the playoffs and such, and basically the highest amount of like pressure in your entire career. I do not want a quarterback that is going to sit back there and crumble under that pressure because like I've, like I said earlier, people, teams invest so much money inside their quarterbacks because that position is arguably like the most important position in sports. You need a quarterback who's going to get you through the playoffs and withstand all of that pressure and all the, like, the momentum changes, every single mental aspect when it comes down to, when it comes, to get, when, you, when you get to the nitty gritty, you need somebody who can push through that kind of stuff and get you over the hump and get you on to the next, the next game and get you to the Super Bowl and eventually win the Super Bowl. That's why, that's what makes Joe Montana, like, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's, his nickname is Joe Cool, I'm pretty sure, basically. Because he would get into these high-pressure situations and he would just get to the huddle and kind of relieve everyone else's stress. There's, there's a story, I think, out there. Uh, God, it's, it's bad that I don't know the game, but I'm pretty sure it was a Super Bowl game. And it's coming down to the wire. It's probably that famous throw against the Cowboys in the end zone. Um, and they're all sitting in the huddle and they're, like, stressed out. And Joe, Joe Montana is basically laughing. He's, like, laughing and he points to the stands and he says, hey, is that – is that John Candy in there in the stands over there? And they all look over and they're like, holy crap, it is John Candy. And it's just, it's, it's a little, it's a, it's a gift. It's a skill. It's a mental advantage that players like Joe Montana have that puts you and your team over the edge. You need to have somebody who has like the, the cool, calm, collected mentality and I do not think Dak Prescott is that guy. I think that he's just like, he's got skills, he's got athletic ability, and he has great regular season numbers. But when it comes down to it, and I need somebody who's going to, like, basically, like I said in the group chat about Herbert, because you guys are all going nuts about Justin Herbert, and I'm still upset about that loss the Chargers had with the Jaguars. You need somebody in that huddle who's going to say, hey, 
guys, it's going to be okay. I, I will take care of this. Don't worry. We are going to win this game. We are going to go to the next round. And, that, and that's Daniel Jones for you. I, I think Daniel Jones in the, in the situation that Dak was in would do better than Dak Prescott. I 100%. I think so. He's finally got a coach who's like instilling that mentality in him. I love Dable. I wish the Bears could have gotten Dable. I do think that Daniel Jones, time will tell. I could, I could absolutely be wrong. He hasn't been put in that, like, such a beneficial situation to perform. But so far, yeah, I, Dak has not proven to me that he's you're the go, guy. You're going based off of one playoff win. One yep. playoff win for Daniel Jones. And, like, and the yep. seven seasons that Dak has, has actually performed very well have just like got thrown out the door because Daniel Jones got one playoff win. Yeah, absolutely. Dak Prescott beating the the Buccaneers like you talked about, that's a game you're supposed to win. Like there's no reason that Yeah, that but game... yeah, but you were also everybody picked you to lose that game. Who did? No way. There, there's yes, no way. Yes, everybody picked the Cowboys to lose that game because Dak has never beat Braden. Uh, yes, I'm telling back. you. I'm telling you right now. Nobody was picking the Cowboys to win that game. I'm looking it up now because I want to look at what the spread was. Because there's no way. That well, the yeah. If you there. if you look at the spread, what I'm saying is the analysts. If you were if you watched any analyst, if you watched any show that was talking about that game, every talk was the fact that everybody was picking Buccaneers over the Cowboys because Dak has never been able to beat Brady. Jason. Do you understand why? You're like proving my point here. Do you know why they were picking the Buccaneers to beat the Cowboys? Because it was Tom Brady at quarterback. It was Tom Brady at quarterback. You, if, Thank it was, you. if it was Cowboys, if it was Cowboys against Giants, I'm telling you right now, everybody would have been picking the Cowboys. Nobody oh, would have been God. saying, "Oh, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones." Nobody that's, would have been. That's my point. Neither Daniel Jones or Dak Prescott have that. Thing, have the X factor, whatever you want to call it, that Tom Brady has. Do you understand? That's what I'm saying. Like, the whole wh- the whole point of my question, though, <laughs> was who I think could make it to a Super Bowl. And if I'm going based, yeah, I'm I'm a numbers guy. You know me. I'm a stats guy. I'm a numbers guy. What I see is what I what I go off of. And okay. from the look of it on paper, I my opinion, I think it's a matter of time, and I. Honestly, I can't wait. I cannot wait for the Cowboys to finally make it to a Super Bowl with Dak at quarterback. And then guess what? You know what's going to happen when they, hap- when, when they make it to a Super Bowl? Everybody's going to be walking around with Cowboys hats and Dak Prescott on the back of their shirts. That's what's going to happen. And everyone's going to be all up. They're going to be swinging on him, <laughs> praising him at his feet. And I'm going to be sitting back going, yeah, I told you so. Yeah, well, I'm saying don't hold your breath. I don't think that's going to happen. If it does happen, I'll be, I'll admit that I was wrong. But I think Dak's going to make it to a Super Bowl way before Daniel Jones does. Daniel Jones might actually never see a Super Bowl. Okay. And if very well, Dak might never see one either. But I do not like that people just rip on him and rip on him and rip on him and rip on the Cowboys. Because like I said, I know what it feels like. <laughs> To be rooting for a team that's the laughing stock of a sport. I would agree with you. And I'm shocked shocked that you 
wouldn't want to root for them. Granted, yes, they're in the NFC and we're <laughs> Bears fans. But if the Bears aren't in it, are in it, I'm shocked that you wouldn't want to root for the Cowboys to, to make it because of that similar situation to how it how it's fares it with the how the Cubs were. At this point, I'm just like I'm sick and tired of hearing about the Cowboys. That's all I hear about all the time, every single day. Cowboys this, Cowboys that, America's team. And I would give you all this if it was like maybe his first season, his first playoff crumble, but he's been in the playoffs four times now. Six. Okay. Well, he's played in six games. Six Six games. games. And he's, what did you say? He's two and four? He's two and four. Yeah, I've had enough. I've, I, like I said, uh, if it was his first time and he had a horrible game, like, and he had a horrible loss, like Daniel Jones, this was his first time in the postseason, I'm pretty sure. If it was his first time, I would give him more leeway. But I, I have moved on from Dak. I, the freaking, I feel bad for the Cowboys because they're locked up in so much money in him. And I, but he's, but he's not a bad quarterback. That's my whole point. He's okay. not a bad quarterback. All right. So here we go. Now, now I'm going to give you some where Dak Prescott ranks in the quarterback rankings in terms of advanced passing. So. I think he is a bad quarterback. He has numbers. He puts up, like, uh, high yardages and stats like that. But in terms of, like I said, he had he was in the top 12 in terms of pressure. Like, he has the most protection. He has the 12th or 13th most protection in the NFL. And his bad throw percentage, like, bad percentages, uh, basically bad throws versus on target, his percentage is the 22nd worst. He has a... 17.3% bad throw percentage. And then let's go to, where is it? On target percentage. On target percentage, he's 13th. 13th overall. His on target percentage is 76.3. And then let's go to pocket time. Because, you know, let's uh, like I said, he's got a lot of time to throw the football. 14th overall. So he's got a pretty good, good, pretty good protection. Just reiterating that. And then let's go to how many times he was sacked this year. 31st. He was sacked only 20 times this year. So he's got the protection. He's got, I guess you can call it a talented wide receiver core, CD Lamb, and that's pretty much it. They got, like, basically slot receivers after CD. And he's still making bad throws. All these, like, pumped-up stats in the yards and the touchdowns are great. But when you break it down, he just doesn't, he doesn't do it for me in terms of like, oh, wow, I, I want Dak Prescott to be my starting quarterback. I think he's got amazing skills. I, yeah, like I said, I, I'm happier with my Tua pick than I am with your Dak pick, but it could happen. And if it does happen, then I will apologize. I just have not seen it in the playoff performances that Dak has had yet. And I don't know if, like, what, 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 is the, what are the Cowboys going to do to get, like, what else does Dak need to get him over the hump, basically? I don't know what else you could ask for from the Cowboys this year. They had an amazing defense this year. Offense was, like, pretty dang good. Uh, their running back, obviously, Zeke, Zeke basically became a backup to um, – what's his face? God, he got me all juiced up now. I can't even think. But I think the offense that the Cowboys had and the defense was Super Bowl caliber. And my biggest point here is you need a quarterback that can just basically – don't screw this up. It's pretty much all you're asking from your quarterback in a situation that the Cowboys were in once you get to the playoffs. And once again, 
the woes that Dak Prescott came through. And I, I'm, I'm done with him <laughs> in terms of uh, if I was Jerry Jones, Jerry, unfortunately, doesn't act that way. He basically put all that money into Dak and he's sticking to him. I would, I'd, I'd be done. I'd try to move on. I would try to go get, I would try to convince Aaron Rodgers to come to Dallas. Like, why wouldn't you? If you, if, for what? For a season? <laughs> yeah. If you want to win the Super Bowl, would you rather? You're going to give up, you're going to give up Dak Prescott for Aaron Rodgers for one season and then be back in a, in a situation where you have no quarterback when Aaron Rodgers goes, yeah, I'm done. Okay, fine. Maybe not Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know who else. Who else are you going to get instead That's of fine. Dak? You know what? That's fine. Dak can go somewhere else. Somebody will pick him up because he's not a bad quarterback. And his regular season stats prove that he's not a bad quarterback. He's he's a playoff caliber quarterback. Now I hope he does. He, might, he, he, might, he might not have shown that he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, but he is for sure a playoff caliber quarterback. He's going to get your team to the playoffs. And that's why I said it's a matter of time before they put it all together and they make it to a Super Bowl. It's a matter of time. Okay, fine. I, I disagree, but we'll see. Time will tell. Now, now I really wish that Eric was on this because I want, I want him to know what he thinks. I want him to, th- to answer whether he thinks Daniel Jones is going to make it to a Super Bowl first or Dak Prescott. I'm willing to make. I'll I'll put money on that if you want. I'll I'll bet you that Daniel Jones gets to the Super Bowl before Dak. No, you're on and, a hiatus. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll I'll bet you at least twenty bucks. And I think that. Uh, I I would probably say he'll say neither. His first answer will probably be neither. I bet you he hates Dak a lot more than he hates Daniel Jones. I'm almost. I can almost guarantee that. Luke too. Dak Prescott is just like. He's twenty. He's. He's I'm I'm done with that. I can't believe you picked that, but it is what it is. So I, I yeah, I think and and I know I know I uh God. brought up this um uh, this qu- question to you too because we were talking the other day about if we were professional athletes, what would we rather have? A championship or to go down as like a Hall of Famer? And that's why I made the comparison to Dan Marino because Dan Marino was never, was, was never able to win the big one. You know what I mean? Like he was never able to do it, but he still is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. And I doubt that the, I doubt that the dolphins look back and go, man, you know what? We probably should have got rid of Dan Marino and sent him somewhere else because he didn't win us a championship. No, what, what he did was give you one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. He put your team in, in the history books. So I, I, I highly doubt that the Dolphins are sitting back and going, yeah, we should have dished Dan Marino because we needed somebody to win us a, a Super Bowl, not to just to be one of, you know, be one of the most consistent and best teams in the league. So I mean, it could be it could be the same way with the with the Cowboys. Yeah, you're one of the more consistent teams in the NFL. It just sucks that you you shit the bed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's a, there it is. The first swear. Uh, it just it sucks that you crap the bed in, <laughs> uh, in the postseason. But I still think they have the shot. I I think that I think that his his regular season stats will one day prove it in the playoffs 
and he'll at least see a Super Bowl. I'm not saying he's going to win one. He's going to see a Super Bowl. Yeah. I, again, like I said, like we, we had such a long argument in that group chat. Like, honest to God, for me, 1,000%, if I'm playing sports, I'm playing to win. And if I honest, honestly, if I am the Dolphins, I'm looking back, maybe they should have moved on from Dan Marino, especially after you read those stats to me that he was so horrible in the postseason. What am I doing here? What am I what am I running? An NFL how, team? how do you give up on a guy that that like at least get your team into a position to try and win a Super Bowl? How many gonna, times you're... how many times are you going to let him get to that position and fail? Are you going to let him fail for his entire career? Because that's what Miami did. Are you going to let Dak fail for another three years before you move on? It's it's hard it's hard to say because I'm not I I, I don't run a I don't run a professional yeah. franchise here. It's I almost want to sit there and say I, as a franchise I would much rather have the consistency than to win a championship one year and then never see it again for fifteen years down the road. Yeah, I, guess. I would almost, I would almost much rather continue to make it to the playoffs, season after season after season, regardless if I'm winning them or losing them, rather than okay, I'm gonna win one championship, and then my team sucks for the next ten years. But hey, we got that one win though. No one's gonna remember that one win. Yeah, I disagree. If I, if I'm running a team, my goal is always going to be to win the Super Bowl, and I'm not gonna sit back and let Dak continue to take the Cowboys to the playoffs and lose. He's done it four times now. They made the playoff four times, and they've lost. He's been their quarterback since, what, at least 2016, maybe sooner, 15, 14? I don't even know. Uh, it was, it's probably 2016. Yeah, he's been there that long. He's gotten the chance, and he's failed. And I would do the same with Marino. And that's saying a lot. Cause like you okay, said, let, me, let me ask you this question then, okay? Here we go. Let me ask you this question then. What, ha- what happens if that if that's the same for Justin Fields? Tell, yeah. Hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. if Justin Fields is super consistent, can get the Bears to the playoffs almost every single season that he's playing, but can't win the big one, you're du- you're dumping Fields and getting somebody else. Yeah, I am. Absolutely, I. All Chicago Bear fans out there who are listening, <laughs> remember what he just said. All of listen. I love the Chicago Bears, and that's my biggest point. I don't know if you've ever watched the uh, the 85 Bears 30 for 30, but that was like, man, I'm going to get emotional because I love sports so much, and I'm like, I'm such a competitor, and I'm so empathetic. That was like Walter Payton's biggest, like, biggest regret and concern in his entire career. Walter Payton, they, they talked about on that 30 for 30, that in that locker room before the game, like, Walter gave a speech that, like, my whole life, all I ever wanted was to be a champion. And that is what I want as a Chicago Bears fan. And that is what I want in my quarterback in Justin Fields. And so I'm going to kind of defend myself here in the thought that I'm imagining that Justin Fields, based on only – it's only been two seasons, and I'm like – I'm giving Justin Fields so much credit. But probably – I can't, but I'm going to. I'm imagining that if Justin Fields gets to the Super Bowl – He's in that locker room, and he's having a sweetness moment, and he's saying, listen, guys, this is all I ever care about. I'm going to basically bust my butt off. I, I'm going to say ass. I'm going to bust my ass off, and I'm going to make sure that we win this game. Please just, like, in the huddle, like, on the field, 
they have Walter and he's like basically saying there is no tomorrow. Lay it all on the line. Like whatever you have left in the tank, you need to empty it today. And I'm like, I think that Justin Fields has that in him. So how do you know Dak Prescott's not doing the same thing? Because he's just been to the playoffs and it's just times. unfortunate circumstances. Like it's just unfortunate that they haven't, that they haven't gotten the consistency to go through the playoffs. But how do you know he's not sitting in there like pissed off slamming his helmet after the games and apologizing to his team for, for dropping the ball? Maybe he is. And showing but... the passion. Like you, you, you can't sit there and say, oh, Justin Fields would do that, but I know Dak Prescott's not doing that. If Dak Prescott had that mentality and he had that edge that I'm like talking about that makes you a Hall of makes you a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, he would have done it by now, in my opinion. He's been to the he's been to the playoffs four times. He's two and four. So what was Dan Marino's excuse then? He he doesn't have the edge. He doesn't have what it takes to like oh my God, it's so hard to explain. I don't know how to explain it. You you don't have that like this is I've argued it so many times. Like this is what separates good players from great players, and then great players from incredible players. Because you know Nick Foles has a championship. You know that, right? Like I do know that, and that's like what, so now Nick Foles is automatically better than Dan Marino because he's got a championship and he was a winner. He has more respect for me than Dan Marino. Yeah. What? I, <laughs> what? Okay. You have more respect for Nick Foles than Dan Marino. Yeah. Why? What is your excuse, Dan Marino? What is your excuse for going to the playoffs and failing? How how often am I going to let you fail? And just like, you're you're basically just teasing me. If I'm the executive owner of the Miami Dolphins, it's just a tease. Thank you for your amazing years. Thank you for all these regular season wins. Thank you so much for the records. But I have no ring. I have no Super Bowl to carry it like to put up in my house. I have no ring to carry with me to my grave. What is your excuse? What would, what, what's your excuse, Jason, if you're Dan Marino? Cause if I, I'm Dan Marino, I'm like, my excuse is, is I just, I just never was able to put it together. That's, exactly. that's my excuse, but I'm not taken away from the fact that Dan Marino's a thousand times better than Nick Foles and Nick Foles just played a good game. He played a great game at the time that it mattered. Sure. But nothing else is leading up to me going, I have more respect for Nick Foles than I do Dan Marino. I, I like Nick Foles' career more than I like Dan Marino's career. I'm not saying I like his career more. But when the chips are down and you need to dig deep and like basically will yourself into a championship, I am very disappointed in Dan Marino. Especially, I didn't even know those numbers until you read them. And after hearing them, I'm even more disappointed. I thought that maybe he was like an amazing playoff caliber quarterback and just other teams outperformed them. But clearly he, oh my God, this is bad. He does not, <laughs> he did not. And I, oh man, I, now you're making me feel bad because I don't want to say these bad things about Dan Marino. But no, you already said it. Yeah, I and did. Everyone's going to hear it. They everyone's going to know you're going to, you're a Dan Marino hater. I am a Dan Marino. And a hater. Nick Foles lover. I'm not a Nick Foles lover, but <laughs> I am a competitor, and I want a Super Bowl. I don't even care if it's Rex Grossman at quarterback. Hey, I hey want, don't bring Rex into this. Yeah, I want the guy who's going to sit back there and say, guys, I promise you we are not going to lose this game. I don't even care if our defense puts, gives up 60 points. We're scoring 61. 
that's what it takes in order to be a successful Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Nick can, Foles, I, can I say one thing that I know is going to really make you angry? I'm, I'm pretty sure. In, I'm pretty sure in Dan Marino's like last playoff loss or something. I think it was to the Jaguars, and I think they lost like sixty something to seven or some ridiculous thing. Okay. I I, I, th- I think I if I'm if I'm correct, I believe his last playoff loss was like one of the largest like margins of loss like ever. I think it was like sixty two seven or some something outrageous. Okay. That yeah. I hate I'm a I'm a Dan Marino hater. I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I could be wrong, but I, I'm 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 pretty sure that's what it was. Okay. That's like you're fueling my fire essentially. I am in the NFL business in sports. I am in sports to win, no matter what the cost. And if you are not the guy, because like I've said, quarterback is probably the most important position in all of sports. If you're not the guy who's going to get me over that hump, then unfortunately, I have to move on. And I pray that that is not going to happen to Justin Fields. I pray that Justin and the it entire... Happened, it happened to Mitch. I know it did. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Mitch, don't bring Mitch into this. Mitch, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch got us in position to move on. And I, I'm gonna, I will take it to my grave that if Cody freaking Parkey makes a freaking field goal the Bears would have won that Super Bowl that year because Mitch basically, like I said, no, it's because we had the best defense in the league. That's that's part of it. And so did the Cowboys. You just need a quarterback who's basically not going to screw it up. And Mitch was doing what needed to be done to get us into the position to win the NFC and eventually win that Super Bowl. Oh yeah. That's stellar. What? 14 points that we had that game. Hey, final drive of the game. You need to put that football in the hands of a guy who's going to be like, all right, let's go. Let's get these points. Mitch did what needed to be done. He got us into position, into field goal position to win that game and move on. And that is all I'm ever going to ask of my quarterback. If hey, I, pa- hey, Parky made the first one. They just iced yeah, him. I know. I don't, you don't need to bring it up. I'm aware of what happened. But look what you did. You got me all juiced up and I'm like yeah. freaking so agitated now that, yeah, I, no matter what happens, I don't care who you are, who the quarterback is. You can put Ryan Tannehill back there. You can put Jared Goff or I don't even know who's like the worst quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Davis Mills. Let's put Davis Mills back there. If you have the mentality and the edge to take my team to the Super Bowl and win, you have a lot more respect than a guy like Dak, a guy like Dan Marino, a guy like Aaron Rodgers, all these quarterbacks who have amazing regular seasons and then crumble in the playoffs. What do I care Sp- about regular spoken seasons? Spoken like stats? the true Kyle Tresk fan over here. Hey, I, that's like you can hate on Tom Brady and the Patriots, but you have to at least respect that they like he has Tom Brady has that mental edge that separates great players from incredible players. I'm not saying that Dan Marino's entire career is like a waste and he's a bum. He had an amazing career. But I guarantee you, if Dan Marino is the competitor that I think he is, that I would be, he's got to be like super depressed with himself that he just could never win a Super Bowl. And I'm almost certain that he is. It's just like... um, Yeah, it would be depressing. But I mean, if I'm Dan Marino, I'm also sitting back going, well, I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Yes, granted, I never won a championship. But to me, what's more important, I 
I'm a competitor too. I want to win. However, when you and I are sitting here recording these podcasts and we're reading off these all-time lists, I want to be on that list. Me as a player, I want to be on that list. I want to be the guy that when, when people are sitting back, analysts are on TV or people are on podcasts, I want to hear my name when they talk about all-time lists. If I didn't, if I'd never won a championship, well, that's, that sucks. And I wish I could have done it, but I did my job to become one of the best players to ever play that sport. And I will forever be remembered as one of the best to ever play. Nick Foles is not going to be remembered as one of the best to ever played. He's going to be remembered as the guy who won that Super Bowl. That's what he's going to be remembered as. Yeah. And it was a Super Bowl against the greatest quarterback. Okay. And that's what he's going to, and that's fine. But nobody's going to be talking about Nick Foles all time lists 20 years from now or whatever. You know what I mean? That's, that's my point. I'm aware. Yeah. I, I obviously disagree with you. I want to be on like a, I'm trying to think of who's like a good comparison. I want to be on those lists, but I want the success as well. Because in my heart of hearts, I, I like all these stats that I can put you wanna, up. You want to be uh, I, uh, Peyton Manning or something, you know? Yeah, Drew Brees too. Like Peyton, Drew, yeah. Peyton, Peyton Eli, Manning, Drew Brees. I mean, you could say Eli too. Honest to God, I want to be on those lists, but I you, want – You want to be Joe Flacco. <laughs> I want the success. All of it means nothing to me. You want to be Shane Falco. <laughs> yeah, man. I all these stats and the regular season stats are are great. Like like you said, I want to be remembered as a great quarterback, but all of those things mean nothing to me if I'm not a champion. And I yeah. that's just my opinion, and I'm sticking to it till till the day I die. Well, please for for anyone who's listening uh, uh, to this. Here we go. Very nice heated podcast. Uh, there's a lot of love here. Don't don't take that away. We we get this is how group chats are for sure. I'm only assuming that this is how we are reacting when we're texting in the group chat sometimes. But please reach out to us on our social media if you agree with us. If you don't, obviously there was a lot that was said. Um, players that we you know we were choosing who could be Super Bowl caliber quarterbacks who have not been able to. Uh, get there just yet but yeah again reach out to us you know twitter instagram uh reach out to us on tiktok and let us know your thoughts let us know if you if you agree with us let us know if you don't agree with us let us know if there's anybody else that's in the nfl currently that you believe should have been on uh our radar that we didn't talk about and uh john any uh last second thoughts before we wrap this up um yeah. My if life. you have any more thoughts, because you've yeah, been man, I, I'm spiraling now. I'm so <laughs> I'm a, I'm out of control. Because yeah, my last thoughts. Like I, I ended our previous episode, Jason, comparing the one of one Joe Burrow to the out of ninety nine Justin Herbert, and I'm just bringing it all together here. When the when the chips are down, the game is on the line. We have a two minute drill. We need to get into position to score. I need a quarterback who's going to be like, guys, don't worry. I got it from here. I'm happy we're out here. 
let's go run this football down their throats. Let's get to the end zone and let's let's win this Super Bowl. And that is all I ever like care about and harp on in sports. And that's basically the thing that I always I mentioned in our group chat that when you are out there drafting quarterbacks, it's it's impossible to find basically. It's impossible to figure out who's got it in their mind and in their guts and soul to be in that pocket, be in that huddle, and just take over a game when it needs to be taken over. So that's, that's my final point. I, I don't care who it is. I want the quarterback who's going to win me a Super Bowl and will do whatever it takes and will get our team over the edge. And I do not think that Dak is the guy. I could be wrong. I, I, we didn't mention obvious players like Josh Allen. We didn't mention players like Trevor Lawrence, who I think is also on that path. Yeah. You guys are yelling at me in the group chat that you think Herbert is on that path, but same thing. I, I'm not convinced. And, uh, I'm happy we did this episode because it was it. You maybe exposed me as the dummy that I am, but I'm gonna stick to my guns, and I'm happy with my choice. I everybody who listens to this podcast, throw away Josh Allen, throw away Trevor Lawrence. If you have a quarterback, and I guess throw away Herbert. We're trying to find under-the-radar quarterbacks that you think can make their way to the Super Bowl faster than anybody else. And if you listen to this podcast, reach out to us at Jelly Cards on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at Jelly underscore cards on TikTok. And final last thing, Jason, I'm going to ask you, Super Bowl prediction, are we both going with the Eagles? Who do you think is going to win? And then give me a score, too. Uh, I'm going with the Eagles. Uh, let's say 28-10. Dang, 28 to 10. Okay. All right. I'm going to – my pick for the Super Bowl, I'm going to go Philly. Let's go 31-27. I'm picking the Eagles to win 31-27. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. Really, please reach out because now I'm curious. Would you – what's more important to you? I, it's kind of difficult, Jason, because when it comes to baseball, I think baseball is different than football. I would rather be, I would rather finish my career in the Baseball Hall of Fame with no championships, versus the NFL. I'd rather have like one or two championships and maybe not make the Hall of Fame. But anyway, if you're listening to this podcast, let us know who you think is a good QB that we could be investing in that might make their way to the Super Bowl and see their cards market go up, and let us know. Who do you would you rather be a Hall of Fame quarterback with no Super Bowl rings, or would you be a mediocre to above average quarterback with one or two Super Bowl rings? Thank you all so much for listening. Hope we all have a great week. Hope we enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. Also, let us know your picks. Do you think Kansas City is going to win, or do you think it's going to be Philly? And uh, keep spreading the love of the hobby. Keep hanging out with us. Thank you all very much. Have a great week from your friends at Jelly Cards. <laughs>